to removing the cake, the place where perfectionists remove our superhero cake and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I am your host, Sai, and we are here for our fourth episode. I'm so grateful for all of you being here each week and sharing it with your friends and family. I know I keep saying it every show, but I really am glad that this theme resonates with so many people. I was checking the stats recently and totally shocked when I looked at the various locations of the listeners. Can you believe that we are already spread out across the United States and even have some international listeners? Man, it's only because of people like each of you who tune in, post on your social media, and tell people to check out the show. I'm so appreciative of you for being here each and every week. So let's get into our topic for the week. One thing we can all agree on is that 2020 has been a very strange year. Things have been quite unpredictable for, and for some of us, very depressing at times. Our relationships with other people often help us navigate through our highs and lows in life. And last week, we talked about romantic relationships in the I Am Love episode. I hope you had a chance to check that out. If not, definitely download that one and play it right after this one. Or you can pause and go listen to it now. Just make sure you check out both of them, okay? But today, I want to talk about platonic relationships, specifically the role of a best friend. Now, BFF is a serious title that should be take, shouldn't be taken lightly because it comes with some responsibilities. I encourage you to share this episode with your best friend. It might help prompt some conversations with you two or even cause some introspection. We are all works in progress. Remember, we are striving for excellence in life, not perfection. Check out this conversation I had with my best friend. I hope you enjoy it. You guys read the title of this episode. It's the BFF edition. So, of course, I had to include my BFF. You know, my husband is my best friend, but I'm also blessed with another best friend who has been my by my side since high school. Ladies and gentlemen, removing the Cape family, allow me to introduce my bestie, Jasmine. You already know how I do with my guests. I'm adding applause here. So I want you to clap for her as well. Clap for y'all, you know, show us some love. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show, bestie. Okay, I know you don't like being in the spotlight like this, so I appreciate right. you for doing this for me. I know you love me, sister. <laughs> anything for my sister, anything for my sister, but you already know. I know. But I got know. this. I'm good. I'm I, good. Okay, good, good, good. So I wanted to have you on today so we can discuss friendship. I value our relationship, and I knew that you were the perfect co-host for this segment to discuss being a best friend. Um, so we'll start by like giving a little giving the people a little background history. I realized the other day that we've known each other for almost 20 years and I was like, are we that old? We we really are. Uh, yeah, like, we really are because it's been 20 years. Because yeah. I was like, no, it can't be 20. But then when I started counting, I was like, oh, it really has been. Right. That that's right. A, yeah, that's a long time. Like, we've seen each other through so many phases and stages and breakups and lows and so highs. Many. Just, just life that is big, that is worse. Right. Stories we can tell and some we will never tell. Right. It's going with us to the grave. That's it. That's it. We will act like they never happened. <laughs> so... So, um, like, even into, like, some of the best moments of our lives. Like, you were the maid of honor at my wedding. I was honored to be the matron of honor at your wedding. And it's just, like, we really have been through so many things together. In the span of those 20 years, we've been able to maintain our bond as best friends throughout those years. And I realize that that's something that's rare, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, when you asked me to be on it, and I started thinking, I was like, dang. 
That's when it hit me too. I was like, it's been 20, legit 20 years. Many people cannot say that. That is definitely a blessing. But we've been through the good, the bad, the ugly of each other's lives. And we still thick as thieves. And absolutely. Like, that's a blessing. Yeah. A true blessing. Yeah. A- absolutely. So... You know, on this show, we talk about, you know, all the different hats and titles we wear. Today, we're looking at being a friend. So, I want to start out light and fun with my first question. What is your favorite memory or moment of us together? I'm a little nervous now. 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 It got to be something that's, you know, not one of them stories we take it to the grave. I've been thinking Okay. Wait, I can't. I gotta pick one that I can share with these people. Right. Some of these can't. Um. These some of these people. It just can't be shared. Right. Um, I like honestly. I was thinking back, and I was like, I just can't pick one. Like. Yeah. And that's. I think that's one of when you think about friendship. Really. Mm-hmm. That a true because I have I like, several, too, but I don't have memory. one. Yeah, that was a good memory. I'm like, ooh, but I can't. Like, yeah. And in, 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 in each memory, it all had, like, it all made it worth it in its own quality, you know, in mm-hmm. its own right. So I couldn't pick one of the other. I think the, um, like, I have some from in high school, mm-hmm. graduation, high school mm-hmm. graduation. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then... The more, like, I thought, like, I feel like our best memories are even, like, as we matured in college graduation and after we graduated yeah. college. Yeah. And then I was, uh, when you wrote your book and you had your um, book launching and we came down to Jacksonville, like, I remember feeling so proud of you. Aww, and, like, that's like a, it's, it's not a, your true... I, well, I wouldn't share those anyway. It's true, like, <laughs> to the grave memories. But I remember just thinking, like, dang, I'm so proud of, like, to know where we've come from. Yeah. And evolved to. And that special moment for you, I was like, dang. Like, that was a pivotal moment in your life. So I feel like even sharing in that moment was pivotal for me. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, just to see the accomplishments of your sister, you know, your friends that are like your sisters. And that's what I was like, it's really all about. And that's the ones that I can share. Um, but, and even Aww. like that, and I would say your wedding. Those were like the, the two that could really come out and be shared. Those are, because those are seeing you, even though we've seen each other at our highs, our lows, our good, our bad. Just to see your joy in both of those moments. And, like the whole, not even just the events, the whole, everything leading up to and around those events and yeah. seeing the growth and like to share, like it was just all joy. Yeah. The weekend when you did your book launching, it was all joy. Yeah. And when, the, when you got married, despite of the craziness, it was all joy. Yeah. And I think that might be mm. the, my best memory. So I did have some, I was like, oh, you remember that weekend? I was like, oh. <laughs> Ooh, what do I do? I was like, no. Right. Like, what about when we went? Like, some, some college weekend, some, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to keep it, uh, rated G for these some, people. Some so college party step show weekend. But no, that, that's, um, you, you got me misty-eyed early in the show, but. I know. Right. We, we too hard for that. But what is so dope just about what you said is how that's how our friendship is it's like no if it's a win for you it's a win for me like to see you happy is something that makes me happy and I understand what you mean about you know the excitement you felt when I got married because lord no like Des will tell you when you and DJ got engaged like I was over the moon. First of all, I sat by my phone like the whole day. Like, okay, 
I was like, I need, okay, so at this moment, they supposed to be doing this. This moment is, okay, I need somebody to call me and tell me that it happened because I'm sitting here waiting. Like, it was just, yeah. So I get that. I get that feeling. It's nothing like when you have seen somebody that you know deserves the best in life and they get it. Exactly. Man, like that's that's a great feeling. That's a great feeling. Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay, so my next question, if COVID wasn't a thing, if COVID wasn't a thing and money weren't an issue, where would you take a vacation right like right now? Like if we're going on a group vacation, where are we going? You can't see, the thing is, you said if COVID wasn't a thing, yep. since COVID is a thing, I got a whole list of, ooh. Um, yeah, so if COVID didn't exist then we doing a big couples trip, where are we going? We could, well, we just went to Dominican Island. Uh-huh. Like, so let's do something different. Um, I would say... And it, it's, this, this is a little mix. It's different now. It's three uh-huh. different places. But we could pick between somewhere in Africa. Uh-huh. Um, yep. I've been really, really wanting to go. Yep. Or That's on my a, list, too. Or a, like, a trip to Italy, Europe type. Mm-hmm. If COVID wasn't a thing. Yeah. I like that. Um, and my next one is different. But I really want to go to Antarctica. And I think that would be a dope, dope couple's trip for some reason. I feel like I feel like you have to go to Antarctica. Yeah, I feel like everybody. If you're going to be a real traveler, you have to hit Antarctica at some point. We tell them we're going to Africa. They they saying we pack in and we ready in five minutes. Right, right, right. <laughs> like and like for us, it's so much. The experience would mean so much to us, and yeah. just knowing like that would be just a just taking like a two week trip, two week, three trip, two to three week trip to just explore. Um, I definitely would say that would be my that would be my number yeah. one. I agree. On I I like that. I like that. Um, okay, I, I'm with that. Now, the title of a best friend is one that comes with responsibility. Okay, so that leads right. to my next two questions. The first one: What would you consider some keys to maintaining a lifelong friendship? Like, what do you think are some essential things that you know either well both people have to have or you have to have in the friendship in order for right. it to last for a lifetime? Um, my top three, would, I would definitely say um, loyalty, love, and realness. Um, mm. Especially with us because many people think we are, just because they see us on the outside, just these very easygoing, you know, quiet. But when you really get to know us, you know, like, just anybody can't be our best friend. Like, yeah, we 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 don't. Yes, we're friendly. Yes, we're you know. Remember, yes, we are maybe friends with a lot of people. But to be our best friend, um, to be a best friend, to be a true friend, I would really say loyalty, love, and like definitely loyalty. Um, because that to know to be my sister, my best friend, I gotta know that no matter what, you got my back. Yeah. Absolutely. Whenever I need you, good, bad, and ugly, you're going to be there, like, and vice versa, like, whenever yeah. you need me, I'm going to be there. Yeah. It's not all about you. You have to have a person that's not all about them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they want to receive the friendship, but they don't want to give the friendship back. Right. Um, that's And that's good. when the love and, yeah, that's when the love and the realness comes in, um, because you got to have unconditional love just as if it was a relationship, because... I mean, we're 
segment. Mm-hmm. We haven't always agreed. Yep. We've all, we've had disagreements, but yep. just like sisters do, we have to be willing to be real. Yeah. And talk about you know whatever it is we're going good, bad, the ugly, the happy moments, the bad moments, and even if we disagree, we still got each other's back. Absolutely. We still like it's no it's us against the world. We might not we might be ahead. We might be disagreeing in the yep. midst of, but it's still gonna be us against the world. Right. When it comes to this is my sister from another mother. Yes, so right. my top three would be loyalty, love and real realness. You gotta be able to and just simply like you gotta be able to give out to what you wanna receive in friendship. And yes. that's a key factor because a lot of people honestly can't give out what they want. They want to receive it, but they can't give it back out at any cost, you know? So, Mm -hmm. no, that, that is so real because you're right. A lot of people will say, you know, I don't have any friends or, you know, people aren't real and I can't find the friends, but you know, it's like, are you being a friend? Um, the issue may not be other people. It might be internally because, you know, those people could have gotten tired of not being able to rely on you or you're never there to support them, but you always want the support, whatever the issue may be. People get tired of lopsided situations. It's not that we don't understand that things happen. Like there'll be a season where it may be more about one person because of how life goes, but then it may shift the other way, you know? So you have to be willing in any relationship, especially a friendship, be willing to um, go with those ebbs and flows. And as much as we want people to be there for us, that same expectation has to be to be there for other people um because you're definitely right we're sometimes we can be quick to say oh they're not a real friend they weren't a friend to me but the reality of it is no you weren't being a friend um so they may have just gotten tired of being there for you and they're just over it you know so that's really good i i love that um you said something that made me Oh, go ahead. Oh, keep going. Uh-huh. Keep going, sis. Keep going. No, you said something that brought up another um, question that I have, and I'll come back to the other one I was going to ask. But when you talked about, you know, us having disagreements previously, and that is so true. Like, you know, I often hear um, it said that women will cut off, you know, friendships for the smallest infractions. And you and I have weathered a lot of storms, like even in our friendship, both internally and externally. And we've been able to talk to each other through some of those difficult times. And I'm grateful that we're able to be honest with each other without tearing each other down. What do you think has helped us deal with disagreements in our friendship? Um, and it's, it's funny that you asked that question because when I wasn't trying to interrupt, but when um, I was hearing to say it, I thought of accountability. And I feel like mm. um, just simply us knowing that we're in a no-judgment area. That's good. So even we know each other has a love for each other, no doubt. Yeah. We know each other has um, always got each other's back, but we also know that each other has the other's best interest at heart. Yeah. So I think it's just knowing uh, we're still human. Yeah. And in our own right, so we're still going to have disagreements. We're going to still, you know feel different ways, but just knowing at the end of the day, I know time, I know Samaria got my best interest at heart. That's I know it. she's going to hold me accountable, too. So, and sometimes accountability can be real. It can be hard, but mm-hmm. it's needed. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, once you know, the dust settles and we really have, we've had time to think about it, like, it's like, honestly, she right. Because yeah. she's really holding me accountable, but I just don't want to be a hell accountable right now. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's we are all humans go through that. And so I think us being able to, one, know that the love for each other is real and that we have each other's best interest at heart. But two, like, it's an accountability factor. Like, she's my sister and she holds me accountable. So we disagree in it. But partially, you know, sometimes you disagree. You have to agree to disagree. And sometimes you have to come to humble yourself. Like, you know what? She's right. And we can have those difficult conversations. Yeah. Like, we're not afraid. Like, it 
it may be a little bit. We we're, we both very boisterous, so we mm-hmm. may voice what we're gonna say mm-hmm. and want to say and how we feel. But at the end of the day, we come around like you know what's this? Okay, let's sit down and really talk about this. Yeah. After and even like you said, internal and external, it could be not necessarily tension between us, but just different as a sister would. When I'm in a situation and you're viewing it from the outside, you may see things that I can't see. And right. as my sister, I might not want to hear it then, but I expect you to tell me the things that I don't want to necessarily hear, but I need to hear, you yeah. know. And I have to get out of my own feelings and realize and take that to be like, she always had my best interest at heart. So what she's saying may even have some truth to it. Um, and that's another component of friendship that a lot of people don't like so a lot of people can't have true friendships because of that component um they run from that component so yeah that's what i would say i don't know what would you say that that's really good i think you know, with that accountability, I know just between us, one thing that we've always done is we know each other very well. So we'll know certain times that, okay, I can't really say this right now, or I can't really, I can't say it this way. Um, And I think sometimes when, like you were saying earlier, especially when it's a situation where you're looking on the outside in, not that we had a disagreement about something, but like say you're dealing with some situation and I'm looking at it from the outside in or vice versa. It's you see it from a different perspective. So sometimes we can get so it can be so obvious to us from the outside and then we right. get frustrated and we're like, well, why don't you see this? It's just like this. But dealing with it, one thing that I know we've learned how to do is learn how to have a little grace when we talk to each other about something. Like, okay, I can't say this. I can't say it like that. But I'm going to let you know, hey, sis, that's not it. Like, you know, or, hey, you got to look at it like this. And it's, okay, well, I'm going to give you just a little bit right now because I know you're super, you know, emotional about it. But then we're going to have another conversation about this because that's something that me and we've done several times. Like, okay. I'm going to say this right now, but we're going to come back to this. We're going to have another conversation about this I'm going to give you these two days you need. Yep. You just know I'm going to be calling you. Yes. In two days to check on you. Oh, my gosh. That has happened yes. so many times. It's like, hey, I'm just checking in. Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you have your moment. All right. Um, But I'm I'm checking you on you in the next couple of days. But know that we got to have a real talk. Exactly. Very soon, and it's right. like, uh, right. but right. But yeah. we're we're yeah. gonna have it, and that's something that I think, um, you know, we it's done more so in romantic relationships, but I think a lot of times we miss out on great friendships because we don't take that same grace into our friendships, and you know we are more willing to work things out in romantic relationships or understand a person or what, you know, what their buttons are, what they may be sensitive about in our romantic relationships. But in our friendships, we don't, you know, always do that. And I'm grateful that that hasn't been the case with us, but, you know, we've seen it so often and it's, it's definitely, it causes friendships to end. Um, And I can't say, you know, that it's they end before their time, whatever, because whatever, however the friendship is supposed to go, it'll go. But I do think sometimes that people miss out on opportunities to connect with great people because, like you were saying, that accountability isn't there. And then with that accountability, there's no grace for the other person just being human. And, um, you know, things aren't reciprocal. I, I think... That when it comes to our friendships, not looking at it the exact same way we look at romantic relationships, but I think that if we put in some of that effort sometimes, we would really have a relationship that would be um, a little more valuable and not just every time you turn around, somebody got a, a new friend every year. You can't say one friend you've been friends with longer than five years, you know, because every five years you got a new crew. And it's like, right. 
<laughs> it's like you don't have one friend you've known longer than five years. No, I'm just not friends with people. I can't have friends. Hmm. This is pride. When you, your pride hmm. has to go. Because when you were talking, I was like, another thing is people are like, they pride us on their friendships. But, Ooh. like, you can't, you can't have a, that's one thing about us, like, we're never, and I don't want to say never because we're human, but knowing that pride isn't an issue with us. Yeah. I'm like, like, you can't have pride and expect to be able to maintain a friendship. Yeah. Because just like in relationships, even though, I mean, friendships, I'm not, in romantic relationships, pride can be the downfall of any, if you can't get yourself out the way. Yeah. To, to let yourself... You won't never be able to maintain any friendship. Yeah. So, like you said, every other, every other two years, you yeah. got a new crew. Yeah. And people are like, I thought she was your best friend. Oh, I'm just gonna sit back. Mm-mm. You just got, you just got new friends. Like you have not one friend that has known you any length of time, and right. or you don't believe in friendships at all. Right. Like no, or that might be a situation of some internal trauma or issues that you got to deal with because it's not everyone else like there really are some super amazing and dope people in this world and it can't be that oh I'm just the only great person and I I haven't come across anybody that's worth being my friend um that might not be the case that 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 might not be the case because just like my relationship with my husband has caused me to grow. I have definitely grown from my relationships with my girlfriends because y'all y'all are honest with me. No, nope. <laughs> I was telling Des the other day, nobody is more honest with me than Jasmine. And he was like, yeah, Jasmine will give it to you real now. <laughs> but that's, that's needed though. Like that's needed for my growth because I don't know it all. I don't. I will mess up. I will make mistakes. And then I also gain inspiration from my friends. Like, you know, like with you, with all that you're doing in your professional world and still going back to school, like super dope, like doing so many amazing things. And it's also inspirational for me and to be able to surround myself with people like that. And at the same time, you know, my personal nurse that I can call about everything and be like, hey, you know, by the way, I got this going on. <laughs> like, right. you know, like, because right. I got a, I got a sidebar. I'm mean, we're not going to say it now because I'm recording, but I got a sidebar about something I got coming up. So it's just like, you know, it, it's. Those are things that I appreciate and value. And, you know, for people that don't believe in friendships or just, you know, feel like they can't find a real friend, I encourage you to really look internally as to why that may be. Um, And also don't hold a new friend back. uh, Don't hold a new friend responsible for something that happened in an old friendship. No, exactly. Like, exactly. they can't be held and responsible for that. And that's even with in current, like, friendships. You can't expect to grow in your friendship if you're still holding on to the last argument that you got into it with your friend. Like, how many arguments, or how many, not even arguments, because, I mean, we don't necessarily argue, but disagreements or different point of views yeah. have we had. And over these past 20 years, and then, okay, once we talk about it and get past it, it's done. Like, it's done. we move past yep. it just as sister should. Like, you can't, it with anything, you can't stay in the past and expect what you want to grow to grow or thrive. Friendships, relationships. Yeah. Um, like you said, like, if that's if that's always occurring, and I know it's cliche, you really need to look internally because your friends, and another cliche, but, you know, I live by it, like, you push me. My circle drives me. Yeah. I want to grow because I see my circle growing. Yeah. And if that's not the case, well, you need, you I mean, need we need to look circle. around and figure out <laughs> what's really going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, though, yes, you outgrow some people, like you said. I mean, that's just life. But it, it should never be a case where I don't have no friends. You're 30, you're 30 years old, 40 years old, don't have no friends. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Let me talk to you. Yeah. Wait, wait. 
Yeah. Like that that shouldn't and no and no friends, let me say, no friends, consistent friends over um five, ten years spent like Yeah. I don't want nobody friends that you just came up with in the past years. No. Consistent yeah. friends. Like you can't maintain a friendship because that takes work to maintain right. a friendship. Yeah. Right. Like you that tells me you don't like getting pushed out of your comfort zone. Like mm-hmm. you have to if you want to grow, you got people help you grow, you know? Yeah. That's what friends are for. Yeah. Told. Yeah. You're right. Because that longevity in a friendship, that accountability is going to come up. There will come a time where you will, you know, disagree about something. So is it that you have an issue with conflict? Is it that you don't want to be right. held accountable? Like you said, is it that you don't want to be pushed out of your comfort zone? You only want to stay in the, oh, well, we go get drinks and we're happy and we go shopping and everything is great friendship. No, I need some friends that are going to check me on. So you said you were working on this goal like years ago I right. and you still haven't done anything and you said you were here and it sis what's really going on or I mean, sis you better than that me in nurse practitioner school how I mean for how many years did I say okay I'm gonna go back to nurse practitioner school but like I just could put and you mm-hmm. like Jazz finally you like Jazz yeah. you applied yet you yeah. applied yet every time I said you apply for nurse school you apply for nurse practitioner yeah. school yet when you gonna do yeah. do I need to do I need to schedule a conference like yeah. doing like it was an accountability factor, like, okay, yeah. this is a goal. I know you got life when you're busy, but I'm going to make sure you get to your goal. I mean, right. that's what friends are for, you know? Yeah, because I know that's something that's important to you. So because it's important to you, it's valuable to me and important, just as important to me. Like with this podcast, I remember when I told you, since I'm finally doing it, you said, well, about time. I said, oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> because it really, it's past due like it's been so yeah. many years that I would talk about this and get afraid of it and like I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it and you bring it up and I'll find a reason or excuse as to why I couldn't do it so when I finally okay sis I'm doing it well about time let's go <laughs> like and I appreciate that because in those moments where we start to doubt ourselves or we start to question ourselves or, you know, we're like, I don't know if this is, if I still want to do this, God gives us our friends to reaffirm those dreams that we had and remind us of the goals that we tried to forget about or even that we lost confidence in. So our friends will say, hey, remember this? And then you're like, mm, yep, I did want to do that. Uh-huh. That is important to me. I can do it. All right, I'm going I'm to drag myself to do it. And that's, that's definitely something that I appreciate about our friendship. You know, we right. have done that so many times through right. the years. You know, as our lives and responsibilities have changed, you know, we have definitely done that a lot. And Most definitely. Um, you know, with having a lot of different responsibilities and things changing and, you know, you and I recently talked about, you know, just how much we miss each other because we don't have the free time we used to have when we were younger. Um, so what it, it's real, it's real. real. Like before I ask this question, do you remember like when we used to be able to like, just talk on the phone for hours every single day and they have nowhere. Oh. Like, I don't... When I was like, I, I haven't talked to Tamira in, like, mm, a week. Right. I remember the time, like, every other day, like clockwork. It could be for hours. Look at this Just hours. A whole week span. <laughs> and like three hours and just sit and chill. Like, it's not... No worries in the world. Like, oh my gosh. Like you said, it was no more than every other day. Well, no less than every other day. And it was like, yep, we're going to be on the phone for several hours, giving a full rundown of everything that has happened in the past 24 to 48 hours. And now it's like, you know, we text more often, but then like phone calls, it's like, you know, maybe like once, maybe twice a week, depending on schedules, because we're running so busy. busy. And then when it's It's super busy, and that's the other thing, when we're super busy, it might be phone tag for about a week and a half, you know, (laughs) like, and that is so rare for us. And, you know, like, I... My question is this, what advice would you 
give to someone who may feel distant from their best friend simply due to life happening. Not that, um, you know, something's wrong, but sometimes in friendships, like with us, both of us are at a stage right now where we understand both of us are very busy. It's not one more than the other. What about, you know, the person where it's like one person in the friendship is really, really busy and the other one isn't? What What would you say to either one of them in that situation? Um, it's just going back to remembering, like, sometimes you're not going to always receive what you give out. And, like, understanding where your friendship is in life and just being there for that person. Because even, like, though you may want to talk to them, though I really need to talk to I really need to talk to her, girl, I just need, I need to vent. But also, I know she got this, that, and the other. The simplest, I'm pretty sure she wants to talk to you as well. But life, life happens. So just the simplest of reaching out, you good? The good morning, good morning says you good? Just checking on you? Like, That's remembering good. what friendship is about. And yeah. knowing, if you know that person, if that's truly your friend, you, that's truly your sister, you understand where they are. Like, because like us, I know when you're busy and if something's wrong and you avoid me. And I'm right. like, okay, what's going on? Yeah, like, very but true. It just being understanding, um, friend, that's a part of friendship, being understanding and being, it may not be the... I talk to you every day. It might you might be the I haven't talked to you in three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. But when we do catch up, life is good. Like right. we catch up and it's like we never miss a beat. Yeah. But at the same time, when we're not talking, I have to understand that when we do get a time when she does get a time to settle down, I know we'll catch up. I know we'll be there. And even if it's something truly that you just feel dire, like, okay, this to me the only person that understands me, she I need her advice for this. Hey, sis, I know you've been busy. I know, you know, but whenever you get a chance, I just need to talk to you real quick. Yeah. And leave it at that. You can't get in your feelings. Um, and, again, this goes in time. You can't get in your feelings and then just be like, well, she not a friend. She not, she not a woman. Because right now you're not being a friend either. You're mm. not supporting her and her drive or her craziness or you haven't talked to her in three or four weeks, so you really don't even know. Something else might be going on. Like, mm, you always have good. to give people understanding, especially when you consider these people friends. Because yeah. the loyalty of friendship, you should know that this person just ain't going to be acting some type of way for no reason. Yeah. Like, we'll talk about it, but you have to give, just, just give them understanding and yeah. be a friend for them, even in their busy time, even if you may need it. You still got to be a friend for them. So, yeah, that's what I would say. That that's really good. I think a what, something that you were saying made me think about the assumptions that we have a lot in just our lives, period, and how they impact our friendships because we assume a person is a certain way. Like you know, you're absolutely right. I know when you're busy and when something's off. Like our bestie ESP will just go off and we'll know that something's wrong. And we know that it's like, okay, even though she hasn't told me something's off, I can feel it. I just know versus now my sis just got a lot going on or, you know, it's, She's super busy. She told me she had this coming up or whatever it may be. Not making those assumptions definitely can really remove that awkward tension that can be there simply from just missing your friend. Like it can be something very like, man, I I miss my girl. I miss my friend. But and like you said, just sending those texts. Hey, sis, love you. Hope you have a great day. Um, Miss you. We'll catch up soon. You know, I know you got a lot going on, just sending you prayers and good vibes. But um, I think sometimes we aren't vulnerable in our friendships and we don't want to say, hey, I miss you or, hey, you know, when you get a chance, I want to talk to you. Because that's a really great point that you made. Like, if you get to a point where you really, really need to talk to your friend, tell them, don't feel away right. and, you know, just hold that internally because... 
they can be super busy or like you also said, just going through a lot in their own life. They can have work, relationship, you know, all kinds of stuff going on that you may not even know about. Even if that's your best friend, you may not know because they just don't have the time or energy to explain it all. But then there's the assumption that, oh, well, you acting funny. That That's actually not it at all. So, like, you, you made a great point of, of just saying, like, hey, I miss you. Or, hey, you know, when you get a moment, I, I really just need a few minutes because nobody's going to get this but you. Because sometimes sending up that that flag to your friend can be like, a, oh, yes, you're right. It has been you know, weeks or a month. Yeah. And we haven't talked, man, my bad. It's been crazy, you know? So I think that that's a great point of just being honest and being transparent and being vulnerable and saying, Hey sis, I need you. Or, Hey, you know, I, friend, I I need to talk to you. Can I get five Mm -hmm. minutes? I miss you. Um, I understand you got a lot going on or whatever it may be. And then also as from the flip side, as the busy friend, um, if you know you're entering a busy season in your life, give your friend that courtesy of, you know, even if you're just catching up, just saying, hey, man, things about to be crazy for the next couple of weeks. I got this going on or whatever. So that way they can be reminded of that when they call or they don't hear from you. They remember, oh, yeah. They did tell me they had a lot going on or they had a lot coming up and they don't feel isolated. They don't feel like, you know, you've just put them out on an island. But if you know ahead of time, you know, give them that courtesy. Um, if it's someone that you really care about and you normally communicate with, because n- none of us like to feel excluded or um iced out in any type of situation so i think that was you have to be able to in a friendship remove the cakes from both ends yeah that's good i mean you just never know like friendship is always a two-way street even if you feel like you're the one in need it's still a two-way street yeah and you have to be okay and understand it you know yeah um and just and sometimes how many times have we been like Hey, just checking on you, or I know you've been busy these past two weeks, um, but we're going to schedule a meet yep. <laughs> for 15 minutes when they That's got it. time. And it's yes. like, we needed that, like, yes, thank you, okay. Yeah. Even, if, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, like, yep. for, I know for me, sometimes when it's been busy, it gives me that, okay, I can at least breathe and sit down and talk to my girl for a minute, you know? Right. So, it brings you back to reality for a minute. Yeah. You have to to be able to remove the cape of being vulnerable and okay to initiate that. You can't get in your feelings. Yeah, because you're right. We'll have, like, quick calls sometimes, like, okay, I'm driving home, sis, but I just need, like, we just going to catch up for about 10, 15 minutes while I'm driving. Like, you're right. Like, sometimes it doesn't always have to be the long chats or the long catch-ups or whatever it may be. Just, you know, just a couple of minutes just to catch up and connect. And, you know, extend that love because we need different types of love in our life. And um, I definitely need my sisterly love. I need that. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I need that. Oh, sister, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, cool. Girl, got me stepping out of the comfort zone. So I love it. I love every minute of it. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Mean, this gave us a because it's been hot. It's been Yeah, it's so been it's been a, a few days. So we were able to catch up and, and chat. And hear your voice. And it, we were able to block out this time. So, hey, look. Yeah. Of course. I'll do it yeah. next time for you, girl. I appreciate you. I so. I'm removing my cake man-ish. Look at that. Lord. Yes. Lord. Yes. Got my sis out here speaking and such. I love it. Lord. I love it. But now, anytime, boo, anytime. I appreciate I, it. I actually enjoyed it. I oh. mean, it, it's just like we just talking. We just talking. So we had a good time. I appreciate it. Well, I end each guest segment with the fill in the blank exercise. Okay. So I'm going to oh, read Lord. the statement. 
and you fill in the blank for me. No explanations, just one word or phrase to end the sentence, okay? This is a no judgment. No judgment zone. Okay. Yep. Okay. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Okay. Okay. So, first one, I enjoy. Enjoy laughing. I hate. Oh Lord. Uh, I hate liars. I don't know. No. No, that's yeah, that's, a good, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I wish. I wish we could see each other more often. Me too. Move to Jacksonville, <laughs> but I can't now because my brother just got an amazing new job. Congratulations to my brother. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I fear. Dying? I don't know, girl. Oh, Lord. Uh, I didn't like that, but I understand that that's a fear. Um, I mean, and I guess right now in this COVID life, it's just. Yeah. The world is weird right now. Right. (sighs) I love life right now yeah and i mean i mean it's kind of because i just said i fear dying in covid but it's been some blessings it's been some jewels in this life yeah, right now so. absolutely i miss mm, pre-covid life me it's too rela- relaxing. i miss brunches okay this isn't my right. fill in the blank i'm sorry <laughs> right <laughs> i want <sighs> Um, dang, uh, and I knew these are coming. <laughs> um, I want happiness mm-hmm. for those around me, though. Yeah. For my, my family and friends around me right now. Yeah, that's good. I think too much. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> I can. Um, I can do this. Yeah, can do you, this. yes, you can. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Yes, you, you are. Listen, I don't care either a word or a phrase. It works for me. You have been the amazing, dope co-host guest that I knew you would be for this segment. And I'm so appreciative, sister. You're welcome. I don't know how dope it is, but I, you are more than welcome. Anything for you, Lord. Oh, I, I listen, I will listen, I will hunt you down about this one. Okay. <laughs> Say something about my bestie and I will find you. Okay. Ooh. Listen, Ooh, don't, we, don't do it. I know we recorded. Don't do it. Listen. Okay. Try Jesus, not me. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, not me. Cause I throw oh. hands. <laughs> Sister, I love you so much. Thank you for being on the show. We skipped an inspirational moment last week because the episode was already so long, but there was no way I could skip it again this week. My inspirational best friends of the week are none other than Oprah Winfrey and Gail King. We all know these two have been best friends for over 40 years. And as I was working on this week's show, I took a deep dive into the history of their friendship. It's quite poetic to me that these two solidified their friendship in a storm. They were working at the same station in 1976. Oprah was an anchor and Gail was a production assistant. A snowstorm came into the area, and Gail couldn't make it home in the bad weather, so Oprah invited her to spend the night with her to avoid the bad weather. That was the beginning of their bestiehood. Throughout the years, their careers have grown, with Oprah becoming a household name. 
And no matter how bright Oprah's star would shine, they have continued to be there for each other and pursue their own dreams. As much as we all know Oprah's long resume in her career and in philanthropy, Yale has made her own way as well. We can argue whether or not her association with Oprah has opened doors, but no one can discount the work she does. Controversy aside, she works to be a media maven who has a career that she can be proud of. Their support for each other is clear. We all saw how much Oprah slipped behind Gayle in the last couple of years as she made the headlines in both good and bad ways. We have seen Gayle work for O Magazine in a leadership capacity to ensure that her best friend's vision was brought to life. She used her gift, her love, and passion to work with and for the dream of her friend. They are truly examples of how the power of friendship can be a great stabilizing force in a person's life. I wish that everyone would find the Oprah to their Gail or the Gail to their Oprah. They were adults in their 20s when they met. So don't feel bad if your best friend isn't someone from childhood. As we wrap up this episode, I want to end with some affirmations. In order to be a good friend to someone else, you have to be one to yourself first. Self-love and internal positivity is necessary. One of my good friends, Shamika, sent these affirmations to me, and it resonated so heavily that I felt compared to share them. You need friends who affirm you and that you can affirm as well. Feel free to say these out loud. I am deserving of whole and healthy love. I am open to releasing what no longer uplifts my spirit. I am deserving of self-forgiveness. I am open to doing things differently. I am deserving of reciprocity. I am open to accepting joy. I am deserving of a beautiful life. I am open to breaking toxic cycles. I am deserving of new beginnings. Special thanks to Alex underscore L for those beautiful affirmations that were shared on Instagram. Have an amazing week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the Cake. Check out our website at www removingthecape.com Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile's a little brighter. See you next week!